I feel like we do the most important thing, the most important order of business right off the top today. Oh, you got some dad jokes for us. It is the week before Father's Day, and now that I am officially a dad, I have a quota to meet. I have to tell a certain number of dad jokes. Jeff has a license to joke now. <laughs> yes. Uh, that was a dad joke. <laughs> it sure was. Uh, now that uh, you know, now that I'm a dad, I've got a quota to meet. So I'm gonna I'm gonna spout some dad jokes off on the show for your enjoyment. And you know what? These aren't copyrighted. Feel free to take these and use them to crack up your own community of friends. Okay. Uh, Callie. Yeah. <laughs> Why did the broom finally decide to go to bed? I don't know. The broom was very sweepy. <laughs> Get it? Yeah, sweepy. Instead it's of good. sleepy? Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. Started going to a chiropractor. At first, I thought he was no good, but now I stand corrected. <laughs> I don't need your fake laughter when the studio audience is oh, cracking up. Yeah. Okay. Then uh, dad joke number three for today. Why are nurses always running out of red crayons? I don't know. Why? Because they often have to draw blood. <laughs> that one took me a second. <laughs> Shame to say. Oh my gosh, Lily is literally covering her ears right now. <laughs> Our dog is laying on the floor covering her ears with her paws. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for laughter. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for Ellie. We have the Pick Me Up newsletter brought to you by Georgia's own credit union uh, coming out today. If you are not subscribed to the Pick Me Up, you can go to callieandjeff.com. That's clom. our website. It's a new thing. Have you ever heard of it? Dot com. Um, dot com and click on the Pick Me Up tab. You will be able to sign up there. And once a week, we send you stuff that's going to make you feel good. This one you're going to love because someone requested, actually, I think few people, I think, requested Jeff's famous beer can chicken recipe. And also in there is the little device. It's like, it's not a device. What is it? Like the little um, stand thing that you use to cook beer can chicken. If you, if you want to be fancy, like a beer can chicken, if you're going to be rustic, you know what I mean about it? If you're going to be like yeah. authentic, you literally shove a beer can up the chicken spot. Yeah. That's what you do. But there are fancier ways to do it. And, and it's not even like fancy. It's like, it just, it just tastes so good. It just doesn't involve the beer can. So if you're on, some people I think are uncomfortable shoving a can in a beer, in a chicken butt. Yeah. If you were one of those people and you'd rather do it with a formal cooking object, 
Callie has linked to that cooking object in the Pick Me Up newsletter. So you can go sign up for that and it will come out to you today. All right. I have a question, a pop culture inspired question about women. Okay. So I'm going to ask you, Callie, to speak for all women and you have to think. Oh boy, no pressure. <laughs> think back to your single days mm-hmm. when you and all of your friends were single. Yes. Because J-Lo was engaged to be married to A-Rod. Yeah. And that relationship fell apart a few months ago. Yeah. That makes you sound really old, by the way. Engaged to be married. No one says that. Engaged. Engaged. Engaged Yeah. Because what else would you be engaged for? So she's engaged to A-Rod. That relationship falls apart a couple months ago. And within weeks, she is back with her old boyfriend, Ben Affleck. Yeah. Now, I would say that going back to an old boyfriend, and this is where you're going to start speaking for all women, is not an unusual thing. I think a lot of women and some men, when they go through a breakup, retreat to the comfort of a past lover. Yeah. Is that accurate? Would you say- Um, I have gone back to a past hookup, but I've never double dipped with an ex. What does that mean? Like, I've never gone back to an ex and gotten back together. You've never redated no. an ex. Mm-mm. But it's a thought and-, and You're I, like, oh, yeah, that would be easy. That right. would be easy. <laughs> and if- Even though, like, everything around you is like, this is a bad idea, this is a bad idea, this is a bad idea, don't do it, you broke up for a reason- and all of your friends are like, no, no way. You, you, honestly, you don't even tell your friends. Oh, you don't? You know what they're going to say. Okay. They're going to be like, this is a bad idea. And you're going to be like, maybe I want to make a bad decision. I don't know. And then on the adult side of the equation, it's it's a way to, to have needs met without increasing numbers. Yeah. Right? Okay. So that explains maybe why J-Lo went back to Ben Affleck. Comfortable. Routine. I'm going to say no on that. Comfort. Well, I'm but not. Yeah, keep going. I'm not speaking specifically about JLo. Okay. So we don't have to debate her thing. I'm just saying like, I'm guessing that's why. My question is, percentage wise, how many of those relationships last? Like, what are her odds of staying with Ben Affleck? What are all of women's odds is where you speak for all women, of staying with an ex when they go back to him. I would say less than 20%. I racked my brain to think about people who have done this that mm-hmm. I that I know. And I can only think of one person. I knew her years ago, and she had a great boyfriend, and she broke up with her boyfriend. To like see what else was out there. I think so. And I think they better. So she's like, oh, I actually, think, yeah. I think they'd been together since high school and then through college. They needed to sow their wild oats and then come back. Yeah. So she broke up with him, got with a guy who was terrible that nobody liked. And then she goes back and I just saw them on, just saw her on Instagram. She came up on, on my and they've got like four kids. They live in a different state oh, now. Wow. They're totally happy. I know someone that married the same person twice. I think that's. Is it, that different? I think like, that's different. So I knew someone, you actually know him. Um, he and his wife, he had a first wife 
And then his second wife, he divorced and then they actually got remarried like a year and a half later. So he's like, this is my second and third wife. I think that's, <laughs> that feels different to me. Running back to the hookup, running back to the ex-boyfriend. That's not the same as running back to the ex-wife. Yeah. So you saying the, so it's less than one in five. You say less than 20% chance. Yes. I think my number would be even lower than that. I think I was being generous. Oh, okay. Because I put the pressure on you of speaking for all women. Yes. <laughs> so you wanted to be super generous. Got it. All right. Well, good luck, J-Lo. And, oh, they have a nickname. Weren't they the start of the celebrity nicknames? Weren't they Benefer? Yeah. Yeah. That was like at the very beginning of the um, the celeb. Who was, who else? I'm feeling like someone else was at the beginning of all of that. Um. The I name, can't remember who it was. Because it's not as memorable as Benefer. That's true. Anyways. All right. We have a bunch of little random things to talk about. Okay. The first of all is there is a free stuff Friday winner that was going to win uh, Jeff's juice package. package. You could juice your phone. <laughs> Hopefully her name, our winners is Rebecca from Chester, South Carolina. So- Rebecca, this week in the mail, you're going to be getting a Apple phone charger that will also charge an Apple watch and AirPods. It's the greatest you have ever. Yeah, it's awesome. So you'll be getting that. So I hope you are an Apple house. I hope you have Apple devices. That's number one. And number two, you're going to be getting a citrus juicer so you can make fresh made orange juice. Yeah. And that's the juice theme. Are you coming up with the theme for this weekend? Um, well, I'm not really into a theme, but. Um, are you coming up with the prize for this weekend? I will try. Okay. Yeah. I got to make sure it's it's good. Uh, speaking of good, how's that for a transition? Um, <laughs> we have t-shirts that are on sale that are so cute. They are only available within the past 24 hours, you know, publicly. The advisory horde, of course, has gotten advanced access to them. And we, I was going to restock them in mass before we you know, went from, you know, the advisory board to the public. Here's the thing. You guys who are part of this community and who li listen to this show are so supportive of the stuff that we put in our store and you continually surprise us with how much you buy. So we have not been able to figure out how much to order? Well, and it's interesting because for this, I actually did change the quantities thinking of, because he, see, here's you increase like- increase the quantities? Yeah. And I redistributed the quantities because we like have wound up with like a lot of extra small. So I'm like kind of done with that. You know what I mean? So I like redistributed, you know, the sizing. And I was like proud of myself and Meggie and I've been working on it and this whole thing. And then <laughs> we sold out in mediums this time. And I was like, okay, Meggie, let's reorder. And turns out the color that we picked is so popular that it is sold out nationwide. And I don't know that they're doing a reprint. So we're going to have to pick another color. So if you would like the color that is currently up, it is awesome. It is my favorite shirt maybe that we've ever done. It is so cool for summer. And it's one of those comfort colors t-shirts. You know what I'm talking about? The really good ones. So go to CallieandJeff.com. There is a merch tab. Click on there and get your apparently limited edition shirt that I didn't think was going to be <laughs> limited edition. And we promise, we actually, Callie had a meeting with somebody last week who knows so much more about like merchandising and products and inventory and stuff than we do that hopefully in the next couple of 
weeks or months, we'll have a better handle so we don't end up with sold we, out sizes and random shirts that only have like yeah four larges left in this shirt and all this stuff. We're going to figure it out. We are going to figure it out. And I will say it's, you know, like part of figuring out a small business. And the funny thing, it's, it's one of these things where it's like, okay, I'm not a billionaire, so I can't like buy unlimited. So I try to guesstimate the quantities and then I always get them wrong. Apparently this is not my strong suit, but I will figure it out within the next couple of weeks. Go get your shirt now. They are upside. They are a bright color. They are not black, white, gray, or sadness. According to Jeff Dollar, they are amazing. We struck some sort of gold. You struck some sort of gold. Anyways, when you mentioned these church community cookbooks. Oh, they're the best. I didn't know what they looked like, but I kind of had, I kind of imagined them as mm -hmm. you were talking about them. And I got yesterday, I got so many messages from people on Instagram with pictures of their cookbooks for their church communities. No. I, it was exactly as I had imagined. I would assume, I would be shocked if your dad did not have a church cookbook lying around. And in fact, I would venture to say that if there is one in your parents' house, that your mother was one of the ones helping to put it together. Helping organize it. Yeah, because it just sounds like something she would do. It's very possible. So I think it, it's an idea that we need to at least explore because we could create this with the, it could be the whole upside community could create it, right? Mm -hmm. Could submit recipes. Then we can, we have enough chef friends who could look through all the recipes and kind of put a balanced cookbook together for yeah. us so that we don't end up with like 36 pork recipes and one dessert, you know, like they would, yeah. you know, kind of curate it. Um, and then we could sell them through our merch store and intentionally make them like our logo would be on the front, but it would be overly Xeroxed. It so would like, look like like an old Mac computer, like you print it off yes. like one page at a time. Uh, I think it would have to be like typewritten, you know. But people are very passionate Not about evenly spaced their church cookbooks. So, uh, so we're gonna do something with it. We don't know what it is yet, but we're gonna do something with it. Uh, one the last thing for me, and then I know you want to talk about the talk about it thing that you're doing. I do. So very quickly, I left my review for the um, Airbnb condo that we rented. I did not leave the snarky one that was just for entertainment what did you say? purposes only. Privately, I told the owner or the property manager specifically what I didn't like about the place. Did they write back? No. On the public review, I very, I highlighted all of the great things like the beautiful view, the bed was comfortable. Um, the kitchen had everything we needed to do kitchen things like those things. Mm -hmm. And then I noted that with the, that if there were a few maintenance issues addressed, this place would be a five-star rental, but there are a couple maintenance issues that prevent it from being perfect. So, uh, yeah, I did not leave the, the snarky one that 50, the passive aggressive one that 50% of people thought was passive aggressive. Yeah. It was. I would like to for sure talk about what's happening today. And that is I am sitting down with a group of women to record a conversation um, that for Northside Hospital. And they have come on as an advertiser for three bonus episodes. And they want us to talk about it. And that's the name of the marketing campaign that they're doing right now in the Southeast is hashtag talk about it. And 
pretty much women have been through, everybody's been through so much, but what we're going to focus on is women and mental health and how we manage to struggle and also get through the year of coronavirus and working from home and, and kids, you know, having to school inside their house and parents having to teach and and all of this stuff. So they kind of let me come up with whatever I wanted to do to quote unquote, or to hashtag talk about it. Um, And what I decided to do is to put together two groups of women to talk about our experiences the past year. And I'm really excited about this because I'm recording today and none of the women know each other. And they don't even know who's going to show up because I thought it would be really cool to have strangers that I know are all very different talking about what they've been through the past year and how they've come um, out on the other side of it. So that's what we're going to do. Jeff, I don't, I feel like, are you as excited about this as I am? Cause I am so excited. I'm excited because I think it's a really great and important topic that you guys are, are tackling. Um, this is very focused on women because as you, as, as I read the notes from the Northside hospital folks mm-hmm. about the, the talk about it, program that they're doing. Um, not only did women have to take on a lot during the pandemic, but they also didn't really talk about it then because how do you complain about having to take care of your kids? How do you complain about having to give your kids an education? How do you complain about what's going on in your world when Maybe your best friend or your husband or somebody else or whatever just lost their job, lost their business, doesn't know. So, Well, I think a lot of women were just like, you know, nose to the ground. Let's get through this. Yeah. And now that there's finally like some light at the end of the tunnel, I feel like we all just need a huge group sigh of relief. You know what I mean? And Uh and to talk about it and vent about it and, and, you know, have some sort of community around it. And then collectively move forward. So that's what we're going to do. And and I'm recording with the first group today. I even thought it would be kind of cool to have the microphones already on, like as they get here. The goal, by the way, if uh, if everything goes well, technically and editing wise or whatever, would be to have this released no later than Thursday. I have a question that I would like to pose to every single person listening, Jeff. I know you have something to add to this. I feel like parents get to an age where they start being disproportionately annoyed by stuff. Like, and I I feel like it's definitely an age thing, but my parents, they have come over here. They come over pretty often. And they also spent like a week taking care of our dogs and stuff like that. And there is a car parked outside of our house that is parked in between the parking lines and it drives them. (laughs) crazy. And it is really rude. Like it's been sitting there unmoved to the car for what, like two months. I don't know if it's, it's been a while. I, and I can understand their annoyance, Mm -hmm. but it, you raise a good point that at some point, I think every adult, every parent, when you hit a certain age, like the little things You become less bothered by like big things Mm -hmm. and just little things become 
the topic of conversation. Yes. So that has been the topic of everything. You still haven't moved that car. And it's so funny because I can remember like my grandfather doing things like that. Like when we were, he lived in New Mexico forever. And I feel like there was like a neighbor that he would always talk about. Oh, well, you know, on the other side of that fence, yeah. they have this dog. And it was like, I don't know, this little dog that was kind of like yappy, but not like overly yappy. But every time we would come over, he would talk about this dog on the other side of the fence and how, you know, she just lets him bark. But it was like the same story every time. No new details, not much new information. Anyway, I just was thinking about that the other day when they came over and I thought it was so funny. And I would love to hear what your grandparents or parents are fascinated by. Like whatever it is, well, maybe it's in their complex, maybe it's in their neighborhood, but it is like their thing. And every time you see them, you know, that's going to be the thing. 800-434-5454. My dad is like a one man neighborhood watch. So if you want to drive him nuts, like this is what I would call and say, drive a strange car down the street a couple of times. Cause <laughs> not only will he notice it cause nothing happens on his street without him noticing. Right. He is the mayor of his street. So if you- He knows when someone gets a TV delivered. Right. He knows oh, when someone. somebody got a fence, a new fence. So if you drive a strange car down our street more than a few times, I can promise you that the next time he talks to any one of the other neighbors, he'll be saying, hey, who do you know that drives that black, you know, Ford Explorer? been going down that went down the street four times yesterday whose car is that <laughs> that that would be my dad's kids like to stay busy i'm sure you like your kids to stay busy and it can take a lot of time and effort to put together fun summer projects for kids let kiwico do the legwork for you so you can spend more quality time doing hands-on projects together instead of spending all the time running around trying to put them together with a kiwico subscription your child gets a new crate full of fun science and art projects every month and they have crates for kids of all ages from trailblazing toddlers to experienced explorers and every age in between now, when I say all ages, I mean even as young as Ellie. KiwiCo's Panda Crate was great for Ellie, and she loved it. And I loved it, too, because it explained why every item came in the box and what developmental milestones it would help her with, which is invaluable as a new parent because I really don't know any of that stuff. With KiwiCo, there's something for every kid every month. Get your first month free on select crates at kiwico.com slash upside. That's K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash upside. Nothing says summer like the smell of fresh grilled meat on the grill. I did an unofficial poll using our text messaging. And of all the choices I gave people, I said, look, if you can only have one meat this summer off the grill, what are you choosing? Number one choice was steak. ButcherBox has you covered with steaks, 100% grass-fed and finished beef. Number two on the list, burgers. And ButcherBox has you covered with burgers. Of course, 100% grass-fed, finished beef. They've also got chicken, pork, and salmon. So do not be caught without meat this summer. Be like me. Be a ButcherBox customer. We are proud to have ButcherBox be a sponsor of today's show. 
They believe that everyone deserves high-quality, humanely sourced meat, and new members will get free bacon for life when they sign up. This is back by popular demand. Right now, new members, you heard me right, can get bacon for life when they sign up at butcherbox.com slash upside. That's a package of free bacon in every box for the life of your subscription when you go to butcherbox.com slash upside. Father's Day is less than a week away. If you need a gift on the fly, I have got an idea for you that is not only instant, it is also incredibly meaningful. Let me introduce you to StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps the loved ones in your life share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and their personal thoughts. So each week, StoryWorth is going to email your dad a different story prompt with questions like, what is your favorite story about your father? Or what things are you most proud of? After one year, StoryWorth will compile all of your dad's stories, including photos, and they're going to put it into a beautiful keepsake book that ships for free. And you can order books for the entire family or for whoever you want. Jeff and I gave it to our dads for Father's Day last year, and there truly is no more meaningful gift. These are tangible memories that your family can hold on to forever, and StoryWorth makes it so easy. Give your dad the most meaningful gift this Father's Day with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com upside. You'll get $10 off off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash upside for $10 off. Today's quote of the day. Alone, we can do so little. Together, we can do so much. Every once in a while, we strike a chord with people and it's always the most random stuff. And I have struck a chord or a nerve with people about this like fridge cleaning thing. And overwhelmingly, I'm hearing that people only clean their fridge when there's a spill. So I am not in the minority. Like I'm not a freak. In fact, I would say my friend is like a total weirdo for doing it every month, but someone cuts when they, when they say, when you say clean the fridge, you're talking about removing all the stuff and cleaning, cleaning the shelves. Yeah. Like soap situation, whatever. That's my rule. If something spills, that is the universe's way of telling me that your fridge needs to be cleaned. Yeah. So otherwise, whatever, screw it. So someone cut and pasted me, um, or not cut and pasted me, uh, screenshotted me, part of an article. I don't know where it's from. Here's the thing. And I'm feeling like this, I don't know. It says 41% of people can't remember the last time they cleaned their fridge. That seems. I couldn't remember the last time. That means 60, what, what, 69% of people? Hey. No. That's not right math. That's not the right math. You want to do you want to do the math in your head? So 41% of people. Yeah, 69. No. 59. Yes. Okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> my math teacher from uh high school listens to this show. Sorry. Sorry, Miss Sassadu. Okay. Um 41% of people care. So 60, no, 50% of people <laughs> of people are washing or cleaning their fridges out. That's not what it says. Six fifty nine. Can you remember the last time you did it? I can remember the last time that it was. That's. I remember the last time doing it. I couldn't tell you exactly how many weeks ago it was. It's never been in this house. You know what's higher than that? The percentage of people that say they can't remember the last time they cleaned their oven, which is weird to me only because I feel like you do that pretty often. 
Not often, but like, and there's an oven clean button. Well, I'll do the oven clean button if something ever spills, because if you don't, then you end up getting smoked out next time you, you use right. the oven. And there's a button. Like if there was a button on our fridge that said self-clean fridge mode, I would click it. I just want to do it. Yeah. But then you got to unlock. Yeah. Um, and then a gross 23% of people said they can't remember the last time they washed their sheets, their oh, own sheets. So that's, that's nasty. That is nasty. That's one out of four people. That's gross. And it says that um, 20% of their people say they've never cleaned their washing machine. I've never cleaned a washing machine. I don't even know how to do that. It's a washing machine. It gets cleaned every time you do the wash. That's what I'm saying. So who are these 80% of people? <laughs> See, did the math there. But um, that who are these 80% of people that are, you know, chronically washing their washing machines? I think if you have one of those front-loading ones, front-loading washing machines, I believe you have to do something like you have to drain it or clean it or something regularly. So that might be it. We've always had the top loader ones and I don't think it ever needs to be cleaned. I just don't agree. To me, this is the same thing as like, okay, you're never putting a towel on when you get out of the shower unless you're oh, clean. We're back to the towels. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying like, that's why I don't totally understand it. Cause the towel is always clean. The washing machine is always clean. Cause you're always washing things in it. There is always soap in it. Every time you run it, that's cleaning the wa washing machine. Is it not? What am I missing here? I think I agree with you about the washing machine, the towels. It's, it's damp and stuff floats around and it's in a bathroom. So there's hmm. little damp poop particles on it hmm. and then you don't wash it. All right. Here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and company jewelers. Uh, number one, if you struggle with what sort of salt you should keep in your kitchen, cause I do this when I was growing up, it was just table salt in that little blue tube with the girl holding the umbrella. You know oh, what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, the Morton salt. Yes. Mm -hmm. That was the only option. Mm -hmm. That was the only option forever. Now it's, do you want kosher salt? Do you want sea salt? Do you want Himalayan sea salt? Do you want pink salt? There's some sort of salt we have that comes in like a fancy box. Yeah. It's the like Mel Malden, Malden, Malden or something like that. Yeah. All, all of that stuff. Those are all the options now. Here's what professional chefs say. You got to have one type of salt in your kitchen, kosher salt has a cleaner flavor and does not contain iodine. Uh, it actually tastes a little bit less salty than like a sea salt or some of those fancier salts. So if you only want to have one in your kitchen and you want to try to be a fancy chef, go with kosher salt. Number two, doctors discourage patients from self-diagnosis by web research, but a new study found that it's actually not a bad idea to check in with Dr. Google because People who researched their symptoms online found a correct diagnosis over 90% wow. of the time. Wow, okay. Yep. Uh, and then number three, a new poll asked people what they thought was the best kids book of all time. Any guesses on number one? Good Night Moon. No. You're thinking too young. Best kids book? Yep, best kids book. Isn't Good Night Moon something that you read to a child? Yeah. This is a book that a child could read themselves. Oh. So obvious. I don't know. The Cat in the Hat. Oh, was it? I was going to say my next guest was Curious George. Number two, Winnie the Pooh. Yes. Number three, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. 
And those are my three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Make sure you're subscribed to The Upside with Callie and Jeff wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Talking a lot about cleaning things here in the second half of the show, washing machines, towels, your refrigerator. I have a question about cleaning your body. Yeah. Do you have a day, a certain day of the week when you give yourself a more extensive cleaning than other days of the week? No. I do. Why? Uh, I just, it's kind of like, like detailing a car. You know, you can wash your car with a bucket and soap and get it clean, but every now and again, you gotta vacuum out the crevices. You know what I'm saying? You gotta take the floor mats out and <laughs> shake them out. Okay, I have questions. What are you getting into your crevices that need to be cleaned deeper than what you do on a daily basis? It's just, it's just a day when I spend a little more time. Like, I, I will give my scalp a little massage when I'm, you know, rubbing the hair, when I'm doing the shampoo. Like, if I got a wayward nose hair, that's the day it gets taken care of. In the shower? No, no, no. How do they, the whole bathroom thing. Oh. Yeah, so the shower afterwards, there's something that needs to get plucked. That's when it gets plucked. Um, I'll do, it's not every week, but like, I'll, if we're talking about that, like, I'll, like, you know, shave at, well, like once every two weeks. Yeah, but that's when you need it. Once every two weeks? Yeah, my hair is like super light and doesn't grow very fast. Um, yeah, for me, it's uh, my Sunday morning shower. It's like, that's the deep, that's when I do the deep It's shower. so weird that you are so, Jeff is so tied to routines and systems. Love it. It's the weirdest thing to me. Like I can't imagine, to me, that stresses me out because it's something I would have to remember to do. Like if I were gonna do things once a week like that, I would have to like put a post-it on the shower that says Sunday, deep clean, nah. trim, shave. Just, just been doing it my whole life. God, that's so weird. I am dying this morning on the way to work. I'm listening to Monday's episode and Jeff, you just screamed pivot and I have been laughing and I can't stop laughing. I, when I watched the Friends reunion, I, I've rewound that, that part like 80 times. I forgot how funny that episode is. And now I think it should be just a rule of life. Whenever someone says the word pivot, you just, you just got to scream pivot. Oh my gosh. Thanks for the morning laugh. Love you guys. One of the more awkward things about starting therapy is making your way to the office and sitting in the waiting room, uncomfortably waiting to go in. Here's the deal. With BetterHelp, that awkwardness is eliminated because you can connect with your therapist or counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can do it from the comfort of your own home. You can do it from your car parked in a parking lot near your home. You can do it from a private room at your office, wherever you like. You can start communicating with somebody in under 24 hours, and you'll have the ability to send a message to your counselor at any time, all without having to sit in that uncomfortable waiting room. 
I want you to start living a happier life today. As an Upside listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash upside. Join 1 million plus people taking charge of their mental health by going to betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside today. Callie, Jess, I'm listening to today's episode about the van parked in your neighborhood. Come on, call I work for a company in Atlanta, and recently our van was stolen and dumped somewhere. So call the police and report it. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. I just kind of wanted to give a reminder out to the community that if you see a senior citizen struggling at a grocery store or out and about anywhere to offer them help, and to maybe have the number or a referral on hand for your local senior services provider. Um, For example, I live in Cobb County, Georgia, and this um, woman was struggling to load groceries in her car at a Kroger, and I stopped to help her, and she was very thankful, and I said, who do you have helping you unload at home? And she said, nobody, and... I said, are you aware that there's senior services to help you? Like, you can get groceries delivered, you can get transportation, and she had no idea. So um, just a gentle reminder out there for everyone that if you see someone who needs help, let's get them help. Okay, have a great day up there, community. Hey, I'm riding my bike, so I'm a little bit out of breath. But I wanted to call and talk to you about the Peach Pass thing. I don't know if you guys know this. Um, the Peach Pass also works in Georgia and in Florida and in North Carolina because I have the Sun Pass. I live in Florida, and I can use my Sun Pass in Georgia and North Carolina in here. So it makes it easy in all three of those states. Um, just for next time, if you're visiting Florida, you might have already known that. All right, have a good day. Bye. Hey, good morning. Just wanted to let you know I was listening to the show today about the um, church cookbook. Um I wanted to let you know that that is actually something that I collect. I thought it was really cool. Anytime I've been somewhere, been to a yard sale, Goodwill, whatever, I've got them from all over the country. And it's really neat because it is like the best of the best as a potluck type dish. Um, And you can find them, you know, it kind of tells a little bit about the church. It kind of has history. So uh, anyway, just wanted to share that it is awesome, cool typewriter fonts the best and love you guys thanks bye hey kelly and jeff i am listening to today's episode very beginning episode 589 and i just wanted to weigh in with my two cents that i thought free stuff friday um was going to be kelly and jeff's upside merchandise i love when y'all do that so just something out there. You don't have to buy more things. You can just give away what you guys already have. Okay, that's it. Thank you. Bye. Jeff, I just wanted to say thanks for that pocket podcast about manifesting and comparing it to when you're buying a new car. Um, I think it was perfect. I think it was a wonderful um, analogy. And I think it finally like shows people who either don't believe in it or don't understand it that think about it even if if it's not a good thing you i mean you manifested it it's something you were thinking about and then you're seeing it everywhere so why can't it be true for the opposite for the good things so i thought it was brilliant bye 
It is our failure to become our perceived ideal that ultimately defines us and makes us unique. It's not easy, but if you accept your misfortune and handle it right, your perceived failure can become a catalyst for profound reinvention.